What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Adjusting a Life with the squad, with the crew, and we're back with another episode, baby. And this one is this one is beautiful. That's all I got to say, man. I gotta I gotta always start off the day by just asking the guys how y'all day been today. So, Danny, I want you to start us off. How your day been today, Danny? Um, my day's been good. Uh, you know, it started off a little cold. Um, we had a very sunny skies today. It was about 39 degrees, but you know, the day warmed up. So, you know, Danny warmed up. He was feeling good. Um, I, uh, studied a little bit for my finals, you know, um, I made lunch. That's actually kind of it. I haven't really done much today, but anyways, how about you, Carlos? How's your day been? Uh, first, first. Before anything, do you make lunch for you yourself or for Jan and you? Like, how how was it? I, I made lunch for myself, and then Jan just happened to come over and he made lunch as well. Um, I actually made sushi. But yeah, um, no, nah, the, the lunch was really good. Anyways, back to you, Carlos. That's cool. That's cool. Well, for me, it was pretty straightforward day. It's I woke up. I haven't had breakfast yet, but uh, I went to the gym. I worked out and did pretty fun things. So yeah. How about you, uh, Ken? You know, I had a slow start today because, uh, you know, I've just been going to sleep later and later for some reason. But I got to get used to it for school, and I'm just a night owl. But overall, pretty pretty happy day so far. Everything's going good. Just get some studying done, make some good food, and, uh, you know, prepare myself for this week, for this last week of the quarter, boys. How about you, Jan? Well... My day has been good. I gotta say, I, I get to see my beautiful roommate procrastinate, don't do nothing about school, just be on his phone. I, I did study uh, neuro today. I did one thing. Couple minutes. Couple minutes. But now we're talking about sushi. I remember something. Somebody here owe me and Danny sushi. Who owes you and Danny sushi, Jim? Well, if the listeners recall, we made a bet on orthotest. Uh, who's gonna be do per perform better on the final? And I believe I got like, almost a perfect score, so I believe I you guys owe us sushi. You know what, John? I would definitely I would like to say I'm proud of you for doing really really good on sushi. I don't mind. I actually don't mind buying you sushi because I'm, you were. <laughs> I, I put my money on Marcus and he let me down. <laughs> we, we, we had this talk uh, during midterms right after he took it. He was like, yeah, bro, I can't. I ain't going to say nothing, but we got sushi. Hey, there ain't no way. <laughs> Four weeks later, Jan, Jan wakes me up with the, I got a 49 out of 15. I was like, yep, well, you won. On everything. But on a serious note, bro, I'm really, really proud that you made. Um, you did really, really good on this ortho test um, because at the end of the day, I want to see all my boys succeed, you know. So, but. We gotta ask you how your day been today, Alex. Actually, oh. I would like to say one thing. Oh, I'm no, proud you of you too, not. John, because yeah, thanks you to you, <laughs> we both get sushi. Appreciate that. Man. So yeah, take that, Marcus. <laughs> I am. It's not that I'm not proud. I'm just bitter. But no, I'm I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of the guys. Jan, he. If you literally, if I walked in his room one day. And he has a marker board right next to his bed. Every day he went through it. I would always hear Danny talk about them going over it at night. So, and Marcus, Marcus did the same thing. He would he would go over it every single day. So they they put in the work. I'm happy. I'm happy to pay for anyone's food so if they some, put in the work. So some AMC chairs for that. Though. I, I, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that after. But no, my my day was my day was good. I, I like Ken. I had a 
I had a late start. I stayed up watching TV longer than I should have because I, I ran into a new series. But you know, we gotta we gotta appreciate the good things in life sometimes. So, hello, hello. Was, what series? What you watching? Uh, Reacher. It's it's like a, about a cop. It's, okay. okay. We'll, we'll talk about it. It's good. I like it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna bounce this over to Marcus. The man, hmm. right, the, the man of the hour. How, how's your day? Give, give us a scoop of an end of your life. So my day has been been very, very... Today was peaceful. So let, we're going to talk about yesterday, though. So yesterday, I actually had practice um, at a... I started off my day at 7 o'clock. Okay, but hold on, hold on. We got to tell the people, you're not here with us anymore. You're in the FCF now. You're in training camp. Yes, I am in training camp. And so I ended up... Um, I started off the day... Like yesterday at seven o'clock, started off at seven o'clock. Had to go to breakfast uh, from seven to seven thirty. Then I had uh, a COVID test from seven thirty, uh, seven thirty to eight, and then at eight to at eight to ten, I had to go to treatment. And then this is I'm getting y'all my whole schedule. And then from ten to eleven, they gave us a little break in between, you know. And then at eleven o'clock, we had practice eleven to twelve thirty, and then from twelve thirty to one. 30 it was lunch and then from 1 30 to 2 30 it was meetings and then from three just know it was a long day that's all i'm saying and then we had practice again at three and we had a lot of uh meetings but today was actually a really really chill day for me i'm glad y'all asked about that because today i actually had this thing that's called media day um where they get um a couple of guys together um a couple of guys they think they're gonna have breakout seasons and we go on and basically talk, um, and they ask us a bunch of questions and and try to figure us out as as people, not just an athlete. And so I got on, talked talked a good little bit, and actually talked about chiropractic a lot more than a lot more than what I thought I would. They asked me more questions about chiropractic than what I was ready to even answer. Um, they they just wanted to figure me out as a person, and um, I actually ended up figuring out that. Um, I was one of the first African Americans to ever be in a professional sport by while being in a doctorate program as chiropractic. So that was actually nice to figure out that I did not know about. But I appreciate that. Um it's just it's it's been one heck of a ride. I'm I'm really, really blessed. I'm enjoying it. Oh. I saw something about the um arena. Tell us about that. Oh yeah, the arena was the arena was really, really nice, man. Um we got down there. I was very, very surprised it, it, to really say the least like that's what like I, I really i really went down there just thinking i was like okay it's gonna be nice it's gonna be okay i get down there and i'm just like man look at all this space look at all this space for me to score a touchdown no but for real i was just looking around I was like look at the stands look at where the owner's box is like we literally can jump up in the stands like or we literally can jump up and give the owners a high five or the stand like or it's people standing up behind us it's a sushi bar on the other side it's a it's bro it's so much stuff going on during that we have a practice field in the facility as well as a huge locker room bro it's it's unreal and a bar we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get this out of the way and a bar bro like it's just, it's i get excited even thinking about it because they have jumbotrons. They have. They're gonna be walking around, giving people's drinks, giving people food. It's almost like I don't really know how to describe it. It's just different, bro. It's just different, and I'm really, really excited about it. I gotta say it though. We, me and Danny, are gonna wait to get our sushi there. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I, I would actually like to ask, do you think, Marcus, um, now that I've been making sushi, as y'all know, um, do you think I could apply to be a sushi maker while you're in the game? So I'll be making you your yummy rolls while you're scoring. So when you score the touchdown, I'll throw the yummy roll at you. For those of you that don't know, by the way, Marcus loves yummy rolls. So if y'all ever want to, you know, throw him a yummy roll from Sushi Village, just know that's his thing. I actually want to jump in on that. That makes sense, Danny. Can I, can I pay you to make sushi? For Jen? No. But, but does that, is that can, does that does that get him taken care that, of? That that doesn't count. No, I actually I'm retiring as of today. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, just checking. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about this sushi. Anyways, enough about the sushi. Um, I gotta ask you something, uh, Marcus, if you don't mind. Um, I don't know if this is confidential or not, but anyways, um, how's I know you're in training camp and you're not really in the season, supposed like quote unquote yet. Like you guys haven't had your first game yet. But how's how's training camp compared to Cairo School? Because I know I saw you walking in and you you know you're looking a little a little weak, my boy. So I want to see you know where how are you feeling physically and mentally compared to chiropractic school and all the training you've been putting in leading up to this you know to the season because you you completely changed your whole workout regimen and you know did a whole bunch of stuff nutritionally as well to, to you know to play in all this so. You know, how do you feel? I honestly want to uh, sit back and, and kind of tell you guys, um, definitely mentally being mentally being in chiropractic school here is is like by far really, really difficult to do. Um, it, it's one of those things that you have to sit back and, and really, really think about and admire the fact that you're actually in this program. You're actually doing big things. You're actually you're actually doing something that a lot of people can't do. And um, like I end up realizing that while we're in school, we're in we're in like this thing, like in this bubble in a way. And so when I got out of this like bubble, I ended up talking to a couple on um, a couple people that like I play with a couple um a couple docs that's out there, also a couple of you know celebrities in a way out there um because they was at the hotel as well, and they they asked me so many questions about chiropractic to the point that it was like insane, and I keep forgetting that this bub this this school that we're in that's like a bubble everyone know everyone knows uh about chiropractic, but it's people out there that don't really know about chiropractic, so um mentally being here is really really hard physically. Being there uh, at training camp is insanely exhausting, insanely. But I will say this: it's gonna be worth it. Like when when training camp is over with, and when we get to the regular season, it's gonna be well worth it. So if I had to compare the two, where like which one I'm actually more tired at, uh, or more like could see myself going to sleep a lot more, if we're gonna say that, I actually see myself going a lot, going to sleep more. Over there than actually over here Which is actually weird for me to say And I just It's been a long time since I've been in training camp Or it's been like a year So I kind of forgot how I really felt So yeah, I'm going to just be honest Over there um, Actually, I have a question about your training camp um, We all ever, Anyone that knows Marcus knows he's not one to brag But he he didn't tell us the score But he, t he told us a little bit about how his catching would go and how many how many catches and stuff. Is that something we can talk about? Are you? I didn't know if you were if you're allowed to talk about that. I would love to for you to tell us and the people kind of how how's that going over there. 
it's going really really good so um as you guys don't know um fcf does a if you, you may you may or may not know fcf does a rating system and they have they have you like an overall like on madden basically and for your catches they tally each catch up at practice so if you drop a pass your rating goes down. If you catch a pass, it could possibly go up. And so in the past couple of days, I actually got up to – I'm at 642 catches um, right now, and I have four drops. So um, as to say, like right now, my overall at, at catching is, 90, is a 99 overall. Um, and so it's – I've been doing really, really good. Um, completion rate has been it's been really, really good. Every time I usually run a route, I've been getting touchdowns. Um, it's 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 been really, really nice. Um, I've been I've been blessed to have you know to have this athletic ability, and I you know of course hard work comes into it, but you know I, I've been very, very blessed. I'm glad you asked that because I you know I like you said I'm not the one to brag about it, and I appreciate you asking. Well, we got Danny too. He got he got your pass on you though. <laughs> Oh yeah, I heard about that. Uh, word on the street is Denny has them hands in the the frisbee uh, department. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I was summoned to speak about my uh, my pick on Marcus FCF. Um, what, what? If y'all want, if y'all are wondering, yes, I did. I did steal the ball off of Marcus. It was a frisbee, but we don't got to talk about that. Uh, nah, I just want to say. Um, I did, yes, I did intercept the pass from Marcus, but the point isn't that. Um, I actually wanted to ask you a, a quick question, Marcus, if that's okay. Um, how, so you're in training camp a little bit. How's the, how did you feel that you prepared for training camp? Because, you know, like we said, you did a lot of, there was a lot of variability in your weightlifting as well as nutritionally. And, you know, we've, there's a lot, there's been a lot of talk um, among like amongst all of us about you know like how you're trying to change up your diet you know you're trying to eat different so like how's how's the variability been like what is what are some changes that you've made is there any recommendations you might even have for a few you know for athletes who listen and are like hey you know i want to work on something so like is there any any uh, input on that i definitely want to throw some input in that as an athlete um i've i've actually not been taking care of my diet as um as much as what i should and so um as you know as a as a consequence, I suffer the consequences every now and then. I feel my body hurting a lot worse than what it should be. Um, I should definitely be taking care of my body a lot better. But I want to talk about more so on the nutrition side. Um, you know, as, as we all have seen, like the the, the plate basically uh, of grains, plants, um, fruit, and just, like carbohydrates, fats, lipids. You know, the, just the just the normal on um, regimen. I couldn't have told you when the last time I've had a fruit or a vegetable before three three or four days ago, honestly. And that's not a really, really good thing for an athlete. So if I had any recommendations towards any athletes, it would be to, like, nutrition is very, very valuable. Eat your fruits and vegetables, people. I'm telling you, they, they, can, they can literally save your life. Like, at the end of the day, I go out there and run whatever like 80 90 routes a day my body is feeling it but at the end of the day nutrition and chiropractic in itself has helped me tremendously because i'm able to literally talk to myself and kind of tell myself what kind of diet i would on i would want to recommend for myself or like I, I could tell myself like i can come up to the school and get adjusted by some of the docs or anything like that like it's just this has been 
the best of both worlds. I'm able to do chiropractic and play football, bro. And let's talk about the workout, too, that you had mentioned. The workouts that I did before school was helped me tremendously like to go out there and perform at a high level they they've done so much for me i I go out there each and every day and make like honestly i I made some crazy catches that i don't i didn't even believe i made sometimes like i get up and and you know run it off or anything like that i'm not i'm not the typical person that's gonna get up and scream in somebody's face i might do it this year but um not the typical person that's gonna get up and scream in somebody's face and say i'm like that at danny um but (laughs) but um I, I like to go out there and have fun and enjoy the process, man. When I say that was that was a very very good question and I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the workout that I that I did before was very very helpful. But if I had to change anything, I would change my nutrition. That would have helped me out tremendously. Then I wouldn't be scrambling and try to change it right now. You know what, Marcus? I gotta say, I'm kind of I'm I'm proud of you for like trying to do this chiropractic program, but also playing sports and like you're getting involved with all these other athletes who are on the field. So you being able to express how much nutrition, how much health, how much what you eat, just like what putting what putting putting the right things in your system can do for you in the future, right? And not only like just external factors, but also chiropractic as a whole in general. So I gotta say I'm proud that you're taking this journey and you you know you're committing to this and you're making spreading awareness, put it that way. I truly appreciate that Ken. Like I got actually when I was went to media day today and they asked me a ton of questions, I didn't realize I didn't realize how how people how much people didn't actually know about chiropractic and how much people were willing to actually learn about it. Like the fact that I showed so much passion talking about it made people want to learn about it. I had so many questions even after the interview process. They were coming up to me like left and right, and I had to try to like I'm trying to you know get back to the school. I mean not to the school. I'm trying to get back to the hotel to kind of eat. But I had maybe ten or eleven people coming up to me like, hey, you know, Marcus, you know. How did you end up doing that? How you end up getting into the chiropractic program? Is it asking me? Is it a doctorate? Asking me what you know? What all do I know? They they're just asking me a bunch of questions left and right, and um, and I didn't realize how much I've learned at this school until they asked me some questions, and I was able to answer like I answered every single one of them. Like I didn't realize how you don't realize how much you know until you get put on the spot sometimes, and you have to literally come straight off the head with it and act and have to let them know. So. I really, I, that's, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Of course. If only um, that would have helped in your journey to beat Jan for the sushi with Ortho. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, so what was this one question that make you think like, okay, I'm in the right track. I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. But at the same time, make you think like, okay, I need to get better at this. What was that one question that... Well, the one question that made me think um, that I need to get better or something was the fact that someone had asked. So, okay, so the conversation started off with what makes you different than a medical doctor, and I ended up, you know, I ended up explaining it, of course, and trying to trying to give my like my perspective on it. And we started talking, and they ended up asking me. They was like, "Do you um, do you?" prescribe like medication and i was like say no um chiropractic is 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 different in that aspect where you know we believe that the body can heal itself of course and so we get to talking about it and like at first they was looking at me kind of weird 
Like they was looking at me kind of weird, but then I started explaining it and explaining why I thought this way and why um why chiropractic was believed to be this way, and they started understanding exactly what I meant by it instead of thinking I was just saying it's just some like woo woo stuff, and so it made me realize and it made me think like okay, if I explain because it it ended up being a long explanation. It made me think like, okay, I need to be better at explaining this. I need to be better at letting people know and informing them beforehand because a lot of people have those type of questions in the real world. And it lets me know, like, since I'm not in, not at the school and I'm actually talking to people out, out in life, it lets me know how people actually think. Well, being able to communicate chiropractic is what you're talking about, is just being able to explain it, knowing, you know, how to do that. And I find it interesting that people are coming up to you and asking you more questions about it, not only because it's, you know, what they're interested in you, obviously, but they're also interested about chiropractic as a whole, because a lot of people don't know about it. And right now we're going through some questionable times with like the whole virus situation and people kind of just don't trust certain medicines and, you know, prescriptions and whatnot. So they're looking for something different. So, you know, that maybe you're, you're shot, you're shedding a light on them and that could, you know, possibly brighten up their life in the future and seek chiropractic care. And I, I want to also bounce off of what you said. I end up talking to this woman about chiropractic care and end up talking about um, just chiropractic as a whole. And she actually sat me down and talked to me like for five minutes after the media uh, at the media day and was like, um, I, I don't necessarily know what chiropractic is. And I don't. And but uh, I trust you. She was like, I could just see it in your eyes while you was talking, how passionate you were about it and the type of person that you are. I, I trust you. And she asked me, she legit put me on the spot. I was like, do you have any recommendations that I need to go to? Who, who do I need to go to? And like all this, like, and I was just sitting there just like, you know, I, get, I, I actually have a chance to change people's lives. Like this is, this is, I'm. I thought about it the whole time and I was like, man, this is kind of bigger than me. I got on the media day and started the media uh, thing and started talking and they they asked me so many questions and it all ended up going back to the fact that I'm in chiropractic school. It wasn't it like I love football and all. And they asked me a lot of football questions, but you could tell people were really, really interested in the fact that I was in chiropractic school. They really, really wanted to know exactly what it is because everybody thinks it's just cracking bones and cracking necks. And everybody think for some reason, everybody coming up to me was like, you can break somebody's neck. Right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and I get to talking to them about it. I'm just like, bro, like. You see, Basically you know, impossible. yeah, I'm like, you'll see stuff in movies and that I'm telling you, that's not true. And they was just like, it's like, why not? Because you turn their neck with a certain force and I explained it to them. I'm like, bro, the amount of muscles that you have in your neck and I get to talking to them. But the thing is, bro, people just don't know. They see one thing and think they they see one thing and they think of it. When you see something bad, you like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. it. You could be a thousand million other good things about it. But if you see one person get hurt from anything or say they got hurt from it, they don't want to do it. That's just that's just how it is. And so it people are misinformed, right? Mm -hmm. And I kinda just want to pose this question to the group, right? So I've had people come up to me and, you know, ask me, Oh, is cracking your knuckles healthy for you? And, you know, a lot of you get a lot of different responses. I mean, you know, if you there's not there's not a lot of research as if it, people think it causes arthritis in the long run. So does cracking by you know, pushing your finger down against your, you know, palm of your hand or pulling out your finger. Is that healthier? Like, what's the, what, what's your guys' take on that? Let's take a look at the dog first. 
Well, I don't, I don't know about that, but I um, actually in the office where I'm gonna peek at, I had this I had this conversation between myself, the doc, and a patient, and it was a it was a probably 15 year old kid, and he was uh, the doc was asking him if he ever if he cracks his neck, and he's like, yeah, I, I do it all the time, and she like got her spine out, and she was like, okay, this is what you're doing. And she explained that by him grabbing his neck and twisting it and, and making things move, instead of this segment which is fixated or subluxated, however you want to use it, which is just another, it's another term for misaligned. Um, but instead of moving the segment that is improperly aligned, he's moving the segment above and below. So if you do this over long term, not only are you not fixing the issue in your neck, you're creating laxity in those joints. So an overabundance of laxity is just going to cause your joints or your facets or, or whatever you want to call it to not align as properly as they could. So I would say no, it's not good. But I mean, it's one of those things. It's, it's a habit. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm just as bad as anyone else is to crack my knuckles. Marcus just did it. So I mean, what do y'all, what do y'all think? I actually think, um, in my opinion, I, I actually think it's not, um. I think it's kind of a in between type of thing. I, if I'm being honest, like I don't think it's good, but I also don't think it like it, it'll really, really, you know, do anything detrimental if that makes sense. Now, cracking your neck and your knuckles are two completely different things, oh, of course. But um, you know, as a whole, I would say I wouldn't necessarily do it because you're not you're not trained to be in like in in that environment. But by me saying the neck versus the on um, the fingers. I would say the fingers wouldn't be very detrimental, but the neck would be very detrimental because, like you say, you could be cracking something that shouldn't even be cracked, or you could be, you could be basically, you could be moving interference that that doesn't even have interference. Like, I feel like we have to understand there's a big difference between a manipulation and an adjustment. If you're move, if you're just grabbing your neck and twisting it and things are moving, you're manipulating stuff. Oh, 100 percent. And is, is it possible that whatever is wrong is getting going to get fixed? It's, it's possible, but do you know that? No. So even us as students in chiropractic, we need to make sure we're not doing it. We we have resources. We know chiropractors. Go go there and get your stuff fixed. There's and that make sure we're treating our body the best way we can. I mean, I, I kind of just want to answer my own question, if that's all right. So, in my opinion, uh, you know, just like cracking your knuckles, I don't know if it's healthy or not because there's not been that much research done. But to my extent of knowledge is when you do hear that crack, it's you putting that bone back to its 100% range of motion. That That's the total amount of range of motion that you can possibly get. Whether that's healthy in the long run, I can't say. I have no idea. But that's just my two cents. I just want to say everything in the experience is not good. So I just want to, you know, I'm, you guys know I'm addicted to research. I'm just going to sit down on my computer, search, research a little bit, and I get back to you next season. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I, I, I just want to jump in on this one, one more time and I'm done. Off of what Ken said, when we're, um, as far as, let's say if someone is adjusting someone's neck, and we see this all the time on videos online. Someone puts them to tension, they take them to the end range of motion. Once, you're, once someone or a joint is at the end range of motion, they are now at, a, at an area called the paraphysiological space. This is where all adjustments are supposed to happen. But if we're, if we're doing this ourselves, 
we can end up pushing our joints past this paraphysiological space into the next zone. And that's called, I believe it's called the, the, the zone of sprain zone pretty much. And that is causing destruction rather than fixing. I kind of want to jump in on that. Okay. We ain't took those classes yet. Oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and get that out of the way. So that. We ain't took that one yet. I'm throwing all this up. If I, if I have to learn it, you gotta hear about it. <laughs> I completely understand. I would like to chime in um, on this. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna take a little bit of a different perspective on this uh, topic with uh, knuckle cracking. So one. I just tried to look up articles on it and I was going to try and read it out to y'all because I wanted to provide, you know, like John said, I wanted to provide some, some research behind it. But, um, the one that I found was not, um, it was a lot of, a lot of reading and I wasn't, I, I don't read fast enough for that. So, um, what I wanted to say though, is in, in neuro, they use, uh, they use a way to increase a certain area of the brain that say that has a lesion or is dysfunctional they will adjust according to where that lesion is in the brain on what side of the brain it's on where it is so um and neuro neuro wise i know that they use uh cracking knuckles to be able to you know stimulate that part of the brain or whatever the case may be um anyways so somebody over there is uh honking their horn anyways um, so they'll use, they'll use adjusting to, you know, stimulate their brain in different ways and stuff like that. Um, another thing too, is that when, so we saw a patient, um, I don't remember exactly what his, uh, what his diagnosis was, but, um, he just had very, very flexed hands and, um, and fingers and stuff. So it was very hard to open up his joints. So one of the things that they did was they did some exercises with them. And then on top of that, they would adjust his fingers and his wrist and up to his elbow and shoulder and all that stuff. And it was to help decrease some of that flexion that he had. So I get, and my perspective on it is if it's necessary, do it. If it's a chronic thing that you're doing all the time and you're making it a habit, then that's not not good, so to speak. Um, I know there's people who do it all types of different ways. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're one of those people who like torsions your finger and moves it in like three different planes of motion to try to crack it, you're doing, that. that's not that's not healthy. Let's just get that out of the way because then you got those crooked fingers from Scary Movie 2 and that's just, that's bad. All right, guys, let me ask you all a question. Uh, what's your plan for the regular, not you, Marcus, we know you, where you're gonna be. I guess I'll start off. <laughs> Um, my plan is um, I'm going on a little vacation, um, you know, to Savannah. So that's gonna be fun. But I'm really just staying here, hanging out uh, at NeuroLife. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of my plan for this break. Well, my plan was to go back to New York on uh, Thursday. However, I just found out last night that my exam opens at 12:30 and my flight is at 2:30, and it only is open for an hour and a half. So I'm trying to get the process figured out and hopefully be able to take the exam earlier so that I can go back to New York and hang out with uh, some of my friends back home. And yeah, that's about it. So I have a few things that I have to do back home. Uh, didn't know that I had to fly back. I didn't want to fly back because it's like for me, it's not that it's not worth it. It's more like one week for me is not enough to be with my family. So yeah, I'm just going to be there one week, and then I'm going to be back. That's it. How are you, Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be here a couple of days. I'll probably go into my, my peak office and shadow some. 
then I'll, then I'll probably take off to Alabama, see some family, and then come back. Nice. But Jim, what did well, you? I'm going to visit some of Carlos' family in Peru. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you I'm better, just. You better go to Machu Picchu. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Just yeah, I got this plan for this break. I'm just gonna go to Peru and visit, see the culture, see a couple things. I'm really excited about that. But now, the, the real deal is, Mark is gonna be on the SCF training camp right when we came back from school from the break. It's gonna be the first game. Are you excited for that? I am very very excited for it. I'm actually um, I'm actually thinking right now. The tickets are actually up. Um, they got up this morning. I think, and they are very expensive. So I'm trying to see um, whether you know how many tickets I'm end up getting and stuff like that, so I can better spread the love for all my boys to be able to come and watch me, man. I just want to see, I just want to see my boys in the stands and just screaming. Like I, I want, I low key want y'all to be standing. I know y'all probably want to be sitting, but like that area where y'all can stand at is so cool because I'm. What I'm gonna do is. You know what? I ain't gonna tell y'all what I'm gonna do yet. I just know, like, if y'all standing right there, it's gonna be insane. That's all I'm saying. Off, if I'm going to the game, you already know what's happening. Yes, sir. We your, don't turn your up. Face is, your face is gonna be on a shirt. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And it's gonna take the whole shirt. <laughs> oh, oh, so we talking about <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about that forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I just wanna say thank you guys so much for well, everything. FCF, are you hearing us? We wanna go there. We gonna go there. <laughs> Help us out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also uh, want to tell you guys um, that I appreciate you. That's really what that's really what it's all about. I appreciate you guys so much for asking, asking, like, how's my day been? How's how's FCF been going? And I appreciate you guys for not even just you guys, the fans out there for listening to this podcast. Thank you guys so much. And this is a wrap for the season, man. I just want to say thank you guys for listening. The next season is upon us. Yes, sir. Peace. Yes, sir. Later. Later. Say something in Spanish. Something in Spanish. Danny's <laughs> never got